0: Welcome back to another episode of the Dynamic Leaders Podcast on the Talent 409 Network. Dynamic Leaders Podcast is where listeners can learn about leadership and other related qualities from today's most successful business people, coaches, athletes, both former and current. At Talent 409, we help high school and collegiate athletes discover their talent altitude through workshops and seminars while increasing their opportunities for success on and off the field. In addition to student-athletes, we work with coaches and administrators at the high school and collegiate level to enhance their education on how they can positively impact the performance of their teams and programs. This episode is brought to you by Sweat with Studs, Hit the Gym program. This new program that's great for people who go to the gym but are looking for a plan to follow. Hit the Gym is one month of six workouts per week. That's three HIT workouts and three strength workouts designed to help you build strength and sculpt your body. This program does require access to a lot of equipment, but that also means you'll be doing a lot of different moves and you'll never get bored. The program comes as a downloadable PDF with supplemental videos that demo each move so you don't have to be an expert to do it. I personally do workouts created by Sweat With Studs. And you can do these workouts, too, by going to sweatwithstads.com and clicking on Hit the Gym. My listeners can also get a discount by entering the promo code CCP. Instead of $40, this program is only $30 when you use that code. Get yourself set up for the holidays. Get your family and friends involved. Figure out what you can do with $30 in 30 days. This episode is also brought to you by Taylor Digital. Taylor Digital is a virtual design company that helps solopreneurs get established online with a cohesive image so they can feel more confident in their business. Taylor Digital offers branding, social media design, and Squarespace website design. Go to taylordigital.com. That's T-A-Y-L-A-R. I promise she's great. And if you're worried about it being too girly or being too feminine, don't. She did my site. It looks awesome. You wouldn't even be able to tell. Go to taylordigital.com today to set up your free consultation. This podcast is available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you have time, please, even though the contest for the autographed copy of Joe Batista's Pragmatic Passion is over, please still take a minute and give it a five-star rating and review. Speaking of book contests, that contest is over. And congrats to Steve underscore ICC for winning an autographed copy of Coach Joe Patista's Pragmatic Passion. Steve, we'll get that all set up for you. And I actually want to take a quick minute here and read off that winning review. Steve said, I enjoy the podcast. As I am listening, I think of all the athletes and coaches who could benefit. Colin is resourceful. He is an experienced leader. His self-awareness, self-reflection, ability to learn, and ability to lead are all exemplary. Colin prepares to win in everything he does. Colin can help you become a winner on and off the court slash field. Give him 30 minutes of your time if you're serious about being a leader of your team and a leader of your life. Wow, that's an awesome review. Thanks, Steve. I should make you a marketing guru on my team. But without further ado, let's get moving along. Towards today's podcast, we've got a great solo epi. And before we get into that, let's get cozy, get settled in, take a quick minute, and let's listen to some holiday cheer with Dropkick Murphys. The season's upon. It's that time of year Brandy and eggnog There's plenty of cheer There's lights on the trees And there's wreaths to be hung There's mischief and mayhem And songs to be sung There's bells and there's holly The kids are gung-ho True love finds a kiss Beneath fresh mistletoe Some families are messed up Welcome back to another epi. Today, we are going to talk about one of the most common topics in terms of challenges for today's coaches and administrators. That is how to connect with millennials and how to combat what they see as quote unquote entitlement. You've seen the articles out there about how millennials ruined soda and ruined TV and this and that. We're all terrible people, aren't we? Why can't we all just get along? Pump the brakes a minute. I find this topic both funny and serious because this is obviously not the first time in human history that one generation has had trouble connecting with another. In fact, I'd argue that each generation has a big enough divide in the type of world that they are raised in that there will always be differences to overcome. But without getting too ethical, we do want to address how the remaining baby boomers and Gen X people in this industry can better connect with millennials and Gen Z. In my times working with different schools, teams, programs, coaches, and administrators, it seems to me that they think millennials have an entitlement issue more than anything else. My heart always sinks when something along these lines is suggested, because hello, I am a fellow millennial. Entitlement is the furthest thing from the way that I act now, or was raised as a child or competed on the athletic field. But I do see their point and I do understand their frustrations. However, I think it's important to note that the Millennials and Gen Z athletes also have frustrations to address when it comes to their ability to connect with their elders. That's why I want to use this episode to do a few things. First, I want to break down entitlement more and how that relates to Millennials specifically. Second, I want to give some detail into what the results of having an entitled attitude can be, both good and bad. That's right. Some good can actually come out of an entitled attitude. And lastly, I want to specifically address coaches and administrators and offer suggestions for how they can better manage the challenges when it comes to the younger generation and any disconnect there may be. Okay? Awesome. Let's get into this. First, why do millennials seem entitled? I believe there are four contributors to millennial entitlement. The first is parenting. Entitlement is a learned behavior. It's not something any of us are born with, whether we're millennials, whether we're baby boomers, or whether we're gonna be a future generation. You aren't born with entitlement. Millennials never thought of themselves as entitled, but parents of the baby boomer and Gen X generation believed that their children were entitled to everything, thus the emergence of quote-unquote helicopter parents. It may have been a noble parenting style, but it had unexpected ramifications that infused different behaviors and expectations into an entire generation and is now spilled over into the Gen Z generation as well. So this was good intentions, but the intentions were taken too far. And because too many parents, and I'm not saying every parent from the Baby Boomer and Gen X generation treated their kids this way, but there's obviously a trend going on here. And there were too many overall instances where there were helicopter parents or parents of people who would suppress them from real world experiences in order to keep them close by and protect them from the dangers out in the world. Just make it seem like the child's world was most important and that anything they wanted, they could get and that people were supposed to respond to their wants and to their needs, and there was never going to be any resistance. It's just a bad situation that probably got a little bit away. And I'm sure if the baby boomers and the Gen X generations could look back, they might see that, hey, maybe we did coddle too much. Maybe we did take this a little bit too far. Again, the intention was good. We're not giving the parents, my parents, parents of a previous generation, we're not giving them an F for their effort and for their intentions. We're just saying this is a contributor to millennial entitlement. The second contributor is human nature. Entitlement is a human condition that's not exclusive to millennials, believe it or not. Humans are selfish by nature, and because of that, we have to work hard and intentionally to overcome or suppress our selfish behaviors. So let me say that again. Humans are selfish by nature. We have to work hard and intentionally to overcome or suppress our selfish behavior. Whether we're millennials, Gen Z, or previous generations before that, while we didn't come out of the womb as an entitled person, there is a sense by nature as we grow, as we adapt, and as we learn, where we become selfish and our needs come before others. This is something that you learn at a very young age. You learn about sharing in kindergarten. You learn about doing good versus wrong. This is not new or rocket science, but it's just important to know that it is human nature for humans to feel entitled. Third, knowledge and skill shift. For the first time in history, the emerging generations have knowledge and skills that previous generations do not. And that's attributed to a lot of things, most notably technology. Some millennials' entitlement stems from their view that they are more knowledgeable in select areas, giving greater weight to their viewpoints or their actions there. Millennials may overstep traditional boundaries to share their unique perspective or their expertise to help their teams be more innovative and efficient. But come on, let's be serious. We've all seen the videos from the 60s with the rebellious hippies and the people of that generation revolting against their parents because they didn't like their rock and roll music and they didn't like marijuana and different things like that. This is not, again, something that's exclusive to millennials, but... Because of technology, specifically, things are more connected than ever before, and we see these things on a much larger scale than we have in the past. Not only that, millennials have the ability to get information at the click of a button, something that previous generations never had the ability to do. And because of that, they're more used to having immediate results and immediate information and to be able to adapt and change on the dime. Whereas previous generations, it took a little bit of time. It took some research. It took going to the library. It took so many different things. So again, let's not get this all mixed up and say that it's exclusive to millennials, but it is an issue to address because of technology and the knowledge and the skill shift that has occurred as a result. And finally, Piggybacking off of that, we live in fast times. Changing times. But again, this is nothing new. Bob Dylan sang back in the 60s. The times, they are a-changin'. They will continue to change. Millennials have new expectations of what's possible and are less tolerant of, quote-unquote, what once was because of today's fast times. And the times in the 60s and 70s were faster than the times in the 30s and the 40s. And the times in the 30s and 40s were faster than the times in the beginning of the 20th century. And you could keep going back and technology and improvements in the world, all around the world, made things move at a faster pace. So this is nothing new, but it's moving faster. And if you don't adapt, then you can have some issues. This results in behaviors that are perceived as entitled because millennials are less tolerant of people that don't move fast, are better educated on today's new world, and they live in a world where success can simply be achieved faster. Moving on, what are the results of millennial entitlement? I mentioned in the intro that there are good and there are bad things about entitlement. I wanna start with the good because yes, again, there are good things that come from an entitled attitude. But as we talked about with the helicopter parents, intention can go too far. And in the case of entitlement, it can also go too far. And we're gonna see just a minute here what the bad parts of entitlement and that type of attitude are. But under control and used the right way, the good parts of entitlement are entitled people feel a stronger drive for achievement because after all, if you feel like you deserve to be the starting player on your team, you're going to work harder to make that title a reality. Entitled people believe themselves to be special and value independence. These people can be leaders and be the communicators for your team or program. Let me say that again. Entitled people feel a stronger drive for achievement because if you feel like you deserve to be the starting player on your team, you're going to work harder to make that title a reality. So entitlement can actually increase our work ethic and make us want to work harder for something, whether that's a title, a position, a spot, whatever you want to name it. Entitlement can be a driving factor toward success, but if we take entitlement too far, we get to the bad. So let's go over some of the bad with entitlement. Entitled people are more likely to first break rules. They aren't afraid to deviate from the norms because they believe they're special. Second, they want special privileges. They'll ask for these privileges that others don't get because they believe themselves to be superior. And third, they act selfishly. They'll put themselves above their team and their teammates. None of these behaviors contributes positively to a team environment and in large enough doses can really wear down the effectiveness and morale. Finally, I want to address coaches and administrators specifically and ask, Are you being as receptive as you can be to the skills and the ideas that millennials are bringing to the table? Factor in this, millennials get frustrated when they find themselves on teams that aren't as open to change and that are reluctant to break up with the status quo. Millennials want to play for coaches and teams that show good sportsmanship. Remember, everything's on social media. Whether you like that or not, it's going to find its way on social media. So good sportsmanship is important for millennials and for Gen Z players because they realize that their actions could be captured. And if they don't, that's when they're going to get themselves in trouble. They also look for coaches and teams that are fair in their behavior. Also remember that being fair doesn't necessarily mean treating everybody the same way. And finally, they're looking for coaches and a team that communicate with openness and transparency and that have value-driven leaders who really do walk the talk. Because millennials and Gen Z players are so much more connected with technology and information, by nature, they're just also going to be a lot smarter. I look back. I came out of high school a little over 10 years ago now, and the information I wish I had back then, that high school and collegiate athletes have now, the gap is way bigger than I ever thought it would be. And that's because of technology. So if you think as a coach or as an administrator, that you can put up an act and that a player is going to buy into that, you are sorely mistaken. This is not the 1950s anymore. People do not just do what they're told. Within reason, they may, but they want to believe in a leader who is values-driven and who actually does what they say they're going to do. They want somebody who has integrity. They want teams that are going to be effective and communicate well. These are not huge things to ask, but too many times coaches and administrators get stuck in lazy and treading water actions that really don't do well for themselves or for their teams, but they don't see that because they think that they know everything, that they're the coach, that experience trumps all. So how can we manage this situation better? Generational differences, just because we have them, doesn't mean that we can't work better to find a balance and do the right things. There's always going to be a gap, but can we find a way to bridge that gap in a way that works for both sides. Setting realistic expectations. Student athletes need to feel trusted and safe on a team, but we can still set an expectation that a poor and selfish attitude will not be accepted and will not be tolerated. This is important to differentiate because attitude can go a long way towards the culture and the way that other players On the team app. It takes a whole team to build a culture of good attitudes, of positive attitudes, and to feel safe and trusted, but it only takes one person to wreck that. And if you have that one person, you could possibly even work in a meeting with parents at the beginning of the season to set expectations with them and alleviate any pressure points that may exist. A lot of time disconnect comes because Coaches say one thing to players, players say one thing to the parents, the parents think the coach said this, but they really said that. Or it could be a parent says this to a player and the player says this to the coach. And if there's always going to be a middleman, sometimes that can create some issues as well. We want to alleviate as much as we can and communicate as directly as we can as much as possible. In conclusion, in order for the unique skills of millennials and Gen Z players to be fully harnessed, we need to let go of what worked in the past and make accommodations for the future. What did we learn in this episode? I think the thing I want to highlight most is that no matter the challenge, no matter the difference in age, resolution comes from understanding on both ends not just one or the other. As coaches and administrators, we can be more flexible when it comes to understanding our athletes. And as athletes, we need to find it within us to trust our coaches and administrators and not always think we know it all or have the better plans or deserve this or deserve that. There has always been disconnect between generations in sports other industries, within families, and there will continue to be disconnect in the future. But how we approach that disconnect will determine how quickly we can resolve issues versus fracturing relationships and a culture to the point where it is irreparable. Thanks for taking time out of your busy day and post Thanksgiving weekend to listen to this solo pod epi. We are back next week with a guest appearance, and guess what, people? It'll already be December. Enjoy the snow for those of you that already have it. A big thanks once again to our sponsors, Sweat with Stods and Taylor Digital. Don't forget to leave a five-star rating and review. And until next time, take it easy.